Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday listen to Conversation with Unc hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. The Volume. What is going on, everybody? Good to be heard. It's good to be alive. Uh, NFL season is back. We're rocking and rolling. As you guys, I don't know if you've seen the schedule. Uh, I guess I'm going to be doing a show now on Monday. Live reactions to the games from Sunday. Uh, And then we'll have our normal pods on Tuesday and Friday. So we'll be doing one Monday. Today is going to be a kind of a preview show. Uh, Just some things, just some excitement. Go through all the divisions. Uh, Some, you know, coaches on the hot seat. Got to do that. Uh, Hit some players that I'm very fascinated to watch. And then uh, we'll just get ready for this big week. We got football is officially back. And as you guys now know, on the volume, and I I thought a lot about it last week. Like, I don't know if I did a good job articulating. Just I'm, I'm excited. And how cool it is what Colin's doing. You know, I mean, he's... I, I feel very, very fortunate that in this landscape of of what we do, for whatever reason, he liked me. I, I mean, I really do. And I, I also admire uh, how he's doing it. I mean, there are a lot of guys. I was uh, Last week, I was watching some of the J-Boy show. It's the SEC show, a guy that he hired. It was good. I mean, it, it was that, that's just he, – he's given a lot of people that I had never heard of, younger people, opportunities – Alex Monaco, who does a gambling show. I've been on his show before. And I think sometimes, sometimes bigger guys, 
you know, they lose sight of that. And uh, I, I, I I'm included in that umbrella. I mean, without him, a lot of people, you listening, would never have heard of me. Or, hell, I wouldn't even have this podcast. So, he he's done a lot for a lot of people. And he continued to do this. You know, with this kind of uh, forward vision. He's not paying me to say this. But uh, it's just... And, and it's cool. You know, as someone who enjoys, you know, my other podcast, basically just a partner in the own business. We, we run it. Same deal here. You know, it's it's cool to be a part of things from the ground floor, things that you got to establish and make happen. You know, it's on you. No one's going to hold your hand. You just got to get the job done. And hopefully, you know, I play a part in helping him build this thing up. And uh, obviously he's, uh, he's the Tom Brady of the group. You know, I, I hell, I just hope to be like uh, Chris Godwin, you know, throw me the rock in the red zone. Uh, hopefully I'm not Antonio Brown. Maybe maybe Devin White, you know, make some tackles. But uh, as we'll see Tampa this week, probably blast the Cowboys. But, I, you know, I, I want to start with something I've been saying for a while. So I'm not going to spend too much time on this. But the anticipation, it, it's impossible to quantify this. The anticipation, no no Middlecoff mailbag also on this show. Uh, but we plan on growing that. Some, uh, some whispers about some uh, w- ways to grow that bad boy. But the anticipation of this 2021 season to me feels like the biggest in the history of my life. Now there are so many different factors, right? The explosion of the NFL over the last decade, the way we gamble on the sport, something I'm sure many of you do, something that I know I do. Obviously it's a big part of the volume sports with FanDuel. It's a part of anyone that talks about football now is involved with gambling. Now we've always been gambling, at least people like me and I'm sure many people listening, but the integration of it into mainstream is going to change the game. Obviously, daily fantasy and just fantasy in general has been heavily, heavily, uh, I'd say, influenced the, the growth of football. I, mean, I get people DMing me all the time asking me fantasy football questions. I'm a daily fantasy player. I couldn't play the year. I would never want to get stuck with a player that ends up being bad or gets, ends up getting hurt. Not my style. But I do appreciate what it means to the sport. And I I understand when someone DMs me like, hey man, I'm in trouble. I'm playing Tom Brady this week. Or hey man, I don't love, I got to play Devontae Adams and Keenan Allen this week. Am I in trouble? It keeps a lot of people in different regions of this country locked locked into other teams. Like as a San Francisco Giants fan, I'm not watching the Red Sox, right? I'm not watching the Cubs, and most, if you're a New York Knicks fan, like you're probably not watching that much of the Lakers, right? You're not watching that much of like the Orlando Magic. But in football, even the shittiest teams, if you're playing Trevor Lawrence or you're playing, I was going to try to bring someone up with the Texans, but I don't even know who that would be. If you're playing Jared Goff, you're going to keep an eye on that game. And then with the red zone, it's it's truly incredible where we are with technology, I say it all the time with myself. Like I would not be able to do this if it wasn't 2021. I could be the same human being and it was 2006. I don't know what I would do. I'd probably have to go sell insurance. Like The NFL wouldn't have been able to be as big without the internet, without the influx of some of these rules. It's just the perfect timing. It really is. You know, it's just Bezos... You know, I mean, he benefits a lot from the internet. You know, he could have the same freaking idea in like 1987 and it wouldn't have been as strong as he was implemented in like the late 90s, right? So the the gambling, the fantasy aspect, the amount of teams, 
Like, obviously, you know, when you truly break it down, there's probably seven, eight teams that can win the Super Bowl. But there are 20 teams, at least, who you just go into the season. If you're a Vikings fan, if you're a Carolina Panther fan, all the teams in the NFC East, you go, we can make the playoffs. We can make the playoffs. The NBA, I mean, kind of has that. They've added the playing game. Baseball does not, right? I mean, how many teams in football this season do you go, they suck? Texans, for sure. Do you see they, the way they did the uh, the depth chart? They have Tyrod Taylor. They have no second-string quarterback. Then they have Davis Mills as the third, and then under other Deshaun Watson. They're going to suck. They're going to be awful. The Lions probably aren't going to be very good. The Jags could be the struggle bus. Like, those are three teams that are just bad. Now, there are going to be other bad teams, but we think they could be decent, like the Cards. The Cards could draft in the top 10, or they could win 10 games. And I I think that adds to a lot of urgency. Uh, And it's just the easiest sport to consume. There's one game a week, right, per team. Unless you got a bye week, you don't got to watch, you know, five, six, you, you, you can casually come in and out during the week and then you're home on Sundays when the game's on, sitting there on the couch, eating some food, relaxing, chilling and uh, hanging out with your feet up. So I, I'm really excited for this season. Uh, I, I'm really excited for the drama. The NFL has become the ultimate reality television show. Think about that. Really, the two true guys leading it are guys that have been in our life. Tom's been in our life for 20 plus years. Roger's been in our life really longer than he's been in the NFL because I'll, I vividly remember when he had the game against USC, I think he had 23 straight completions, and then it was like, was he going to be the number one pick? Like, he's been a reality television star now for 16, 17 years. And they are, Tom's arguably the best quarterback of all time, and Roger's, I mean, when it's all said and done, what if he wins another MVP and another Super Bowl? He might be a top five quarterback of all time. And those guys are playing a role now with Mahomes and some of these other young stars. It's like the perfect combination. If you were writing a television script, that's kind of how you do it. You got some famous coaches, you got some up and coming coaches, you got some big personalities. You got then you got to factor in these crazy COVID rules, but the fans are back. Um, it's just the anticipation. Now the thing with sports, you know, anticipation, hope, hype, all that stuff. Eventually, the whistle blows and you got to fucking play. And you're either going to be good or you're going to be bad. This season's either going to be really entertaining or it's not, right? I, I, I'm hoping it is, and I'm excited for it, but we'll see, right? Now, worst case scenario, last year, with no fans and everything, was still pretty damn good. But as you saw this weekend in college football, having fans around is important. You know, I, I noticed that with the Olympics, no fans. I was like, this is boring. I remember last year with baseball with no fans, like, this sucks, the basketball, the bubble was terrible. Historically low ratings. Like it's, I, I'm a big golf guy. Watching these golf tournaments with fans adds a huge element of just excitement. People interacting, right? And people reacting. People going nuts. Like that's fun. That's a huge part of sports. Huge part of college sports and a huge part of, you know, a lot of these NFL, like having Kansas City sold out or Seattle. Seattle didn't have fans last year. Buffalo didn't have fans last year. I mean, those are two of the best home field advantages in the league. And those teams are good. Can you imagine Buffalo, what it's going to look like this year? Place to be going nuts. Can't freaking wait. I mean, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be really, really fun. Uh, my excitement level is really high. Okay, well, let's do it. Let's just dive right in. We'll go division by division. couple quick thoughts, and I'll just pick a team. I'll, I'll pick the team who I think is going to win the division. 
We're going to start East Coast, work our way West. We'll do NFC and AFC in both divisions. Start with the NFC East. I do think the Eagles are being slept on a little bit. I think their roster is better than people think, and I think Hurts, listen, I, I might have to wear that one, might be better than we all thought. Now, I don't know the, co- I don't know the coach, but I think they have a chance to be a, a stronger factor in that division than I think most people assume. I do not trust the Cowboys at all. I don't think Dan Quinn is going to be a very good defensive court. I think their defense is going to be terrible. And their margin for error with Dak, like, I mean, is can you say healthy? The Giants. Daniel Jones might not be good. I'm going to pick the Washington football team to win that division. I think back-to-back years. Ron Rivera, winner. Uh, now, Fitzpatrick, like, can he keep the magic going? If they got to go to Heineke, is he any good? I know he looked decent in the playoff game, but you might be able to win this division at 8-9. and nine. So I, I'm going to go with the Washington football team. The AFC East. I think you got to give Buffalo the respect. Big Sean McDermott guy. Uh, just a disciplined winner. I mean, that's, Sean McDermott is a good football coach. Him and his GM, they've built a very, very good team. And they have a star quarterback. So I, I'm going to pick them. Though, I think the Patriots could be a factor. Their defense is going to be really good. They have the best coach of all time. It's a coaching league. They have a quarterback now who is dramatically better, in theory, than the guy last year. The guy last year was terrible, and they still went 7-9. and nine. They've added a bunch of offensive pieces. Their offensive line's good. They have good running backs. They got two good tight ends, and their receivers are improved. So I, I think that that race with Buffalo and the Patriots is going to be closer than you think. I'm going to go Buffalo. Quarterback league, they got a much better quarterback. Let's go to the South. Uh, the NFC South. This one's pretty easy. I don't see how you don't pick Tampa. I think Tampa has a chance to win 14, 15 games. It's got to be on paper one of the best teams Brady's ever played on. They have a loaded coaching staff. Their defensive coordinator is a star. Their defense is loaded. They're going to be good. I, we, we all acknowledge that. To me, the sleeper in that division would be Carolina. If rules really as good as you know all the hype over all the years. I know I have a bunch of buddies that went in his, his college programs and love the guy. Joe Brady, you know, everyone... Uh, Everyone anointed him a couple years ago. You know, it's time to see it, buddy. You got some offensive weapons, right? You're making big boy cash now. You got a quarterback. Let's see, let's see what you got. I mean, in theory, you got a quarterback. Is Sam Darnold any good? Uh, I think the Saints will be feisty, and uh, the, I think Atlanta's going to stink. The AFC South. This is clearly a two-horse race, right? Texans might not win a game. The Jags, it's going to be a long year for Urban. This ain't Ohio State or Florida, buddy. Uh, so it's between Indy and Tennessee. And last year, I mean, it was just right down to the wire. Tennessee ended up winning the division. But one reason they won the division is because Rivers, remember that first week, was not that good against the Jags, threw a bad pick late and they lost. And that was the, I mean, that turned out to be the difference. They lost to the Jags, who won one game. Their one win was the Colts week one. I, I, I'm I, a big variable guy. I've known John Robinson, their GM, for a long time. Their offense is stacked. Julio, A.J. Brown, and Derrick Henry. Are you kidding me? Uh, Tannehill's a good player. Vrabel, stud. Uh, but I, I think I'm going to go Indy. I think their team is more well-balanced. The Titans haven't been good on defense. And I know they drafted the corner who has the bad back. Uh, they've taken some pass rushers over the last couple years. They, 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 if they're not going to be great in the secondary, you have to have a really good pass rush. They tried to get Clowney last year. I mean, they got Clowney, but they tried to get something out of him. They didn't. So I'm going to go with the Colts. Frank Ballard, I I do think that if Carson can stay off the COVID list, their offense should be really good. 
I mean, Michael Pittman is a really good player. Jonathan Taylor is going to be a star in the league. Their offensive line is legit. I know they got to figure out their left tackle situation, but Eric Fisher will be back. And their defense is awesome. So I'm going to go the Colts, but to me, that's that's a coin flip division. The NFC North, I mean, they got arguably the best player on the planet in Aaron Rodgers. It looks like him and Gudikins hugged, made up a little bit, getting Randall Cobb. Smart move. I'll get the Packers. I mean, I don't know what else were they going to do, tell Rodgers no. But you just make everyone a little happy. Get Randall there. Start capitulating to some of Rodgers' demands. And everyone can kind of hold hands and sing kumbaya. Their team is stacked. This team, like to me, they're they're probably, they're my pick to win the NFC. I'm going to go Packers, Chiefs. That's my pick. But that was my pick last year. And they they kind of, you know, let's face it, shit the bed a little bit at home. But Rodgers is in the peak of his powers in an offense that's a cheat code. They have good running backs. They have the best wide receiver in the league. Uh, you get Randall Cobb back, so you get good vibes. You know, we're, if you watch Rodgers, he's big on vibes. Him and LaFleur get along. I think their defense should be better. Uh, I, I think the Packers have a chance to win like 15 games. Okay, let me tell you about my friends at FanDuel. Football season's here. And if you've never bet on the NFL, there's never been a better time to give FanDuel Sportsbook a shot. Because right now, you can place your first bet risk-free. That's right. You'll get up to $1,000 back if you don't win. FanDuel gives you so many bets to choose from. There are same-game parlay bets, player props, futures, and so much more. See for yourself why FanDuel is America's number one sports book. 21 plus and present in Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, Virginia, or West Virginia. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG. Colorado, New Jersey, Virginia. 1-800-9-WITH-IT, Indiana. Visit www.1800gambler.net, West Virginia. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 
it. You ever get the feeling the city walls closing in, the concrete jungle suffocating your soul? You crave wide open spaces, the chance to connect with nature, maybe chase some elk, fish a private stream. Well, listen up. There's a whole world out there, and finding your own piece of it just got easier. Head over to land.com. They've got ranches, forest, mountains, you name it. Search by acreage, location, the kind of hunting or fishing you dream of. Land.com. It's where the adventure begins. The AFC North, this one's tough. Uh, The Bengals are not good. I'm going to short the Steelers a little bit. And when you short them, like we're talking eight, nine wins kind of team. Uh, I just think Roethlisberger is just, it's going to, November and December could be long. They might be, you know, six and two, but I I could see them down the stretch. Like he's not at this point in time in his career. I think the cold's going to be difficult for him. Uh, the Ravens, I mean, they, they're just quarterback at any moment. Lamar can miss games and clearly their offensive weapons are just been in and out because they get hurt a lot. The wide receivers. Now the Ravens are going to be good, but I'm going to go. I, I'm just. I believe in Kevin Stefanski. I am a huge Kevin Stefanski fan. Their roster is loaded. They have the best, arguably the best roster in the league. Their roster is fantastic. Can the quarterback maintain his high level of play in that offense? I'd say it's very possible. And Stefanski might just be one of the better young coaches that he's kind of got a George Clooney look. Stefanski, Ivy League guy, head coach of the NFL team. He's got a lot going for him. Turns out he's a pretty good play caller, too. So uh, I'm going to go with the Browns. Think about that, Brownies. You won a playoff game last year, beat Pittsburgh. And now a lot of people, myself included, I just think realistically pick you to win the division. It's pretty cool. Times times have changed. Uh, The NFC West, I think there's a three-horse race. I don't think Arizona is in the conversation. Uh, don't trust them. Coach isn't good enough. Quarterback's not. I just don't trust the quarterback when it gets really hard. Uh, you could pick all three teams. You know, the Niners won it. Basically, the Rams, Niners, and Seattle have been the last three teams to win this division. Seattle won it last year. Even though I I just look at their roster. Their defense is going to hold. I, I don't know. I just don't see it. I'm going to go with the Rams. Add Matt Stafford. Their defense is still stacked. Even though they've lost some players, but their offense should be dramatically better. The Niners quarterback situation, like, don't totally trust Jimmy G. Trey Lance is already a little banged up. But it wouldn't totally shock me if any of these three teams win it. But I'm going to go with the Rams. And the AFC West, probably like the NFC North, easiest division to pick. Chiefs. I mean, are, are we kidding ourselves? I, th- I think the Chiefs, I'll be surprised if they're not in their, what would it be, third straight Super Bowl? I mean, they have Mahomes, a loaded offense, a really good defense, one of the best coaches of, in decades. Uh, they're just good. Now, I do think the Chargers could make some noise. Chargers roster is excellent, and they have a star young quarterback. But they have a coach who's never been a head coach in the league. He's only been in the NFL, I think, six years. But people like him, smart guy. Um, I, I think the Chiefs, even if the Chargers have a good, the Chargers can have a good year and win the win eleven games and be a wild card and be three games back of the Chiefs. Like, that's how, to me, the Chiefs and the Packers and and, the, and Tampa are just kind of the clear high end. Like, that's just like, these teams are going to be good. Because the Rams, like, we'll see Stafford, right? Indy, it's like, okay, let's see what Carson's got. Uh, even Buffalo, it's like, are you really that complete? Uh, let's see it. So I, I, I'm i going to go Packers, Chiefs. But this should be fun. <laughs> Coaches on the hot seat. 
here are my top three coaches on the hot seat. And I, I think there are several. It's hard to tell. Some guys have close relationships with the owner. Uh, but anytime you get a new general manager, Elway steps down. They bring in General Patton from Minnesota. And Fangio gets a year under him. But if they don't make the playoffs, he's going to fire him. And he'll hire his own coach. That's what's going to happen. It's why I, I didn't love Fangio, who's going to be my number one coach on the hot seat, making Teddy Bridgewater the quarterback. He took a conservative route with a guy who's not good enough to overcome just the pressure that's going to be on this team. I, I, just, I just don't see it. So I would imagine the Denver Broncos have a new head coach next year because I actually think Denver has a really good roster. Now, Fangio is an excellent defensive coordinator. Excellent. I mean, if he hits the open market next year, someone will pay him like $4 million to be their defensive coordinator. Is he a head coach? I, I think it's probably his last year. Uh, one organization that I think everyone is on the hot seat is Arizona. And Steve Keim has gotten to hire three coaches. That's usually the tipping point. That's when it ends, right? I remember Trent Baalke with the 49ers. He got three coaches, and then it was like, yeah, you don't, you're not getting a fourth. You're just not getting a fourth head coach. Uh, he tried to do the invoke thing, hire an offensive coach. He just hired the wrong one, right? Sean McVay, Kyle Shanahan, Stefanski, LaFleur, they're not all created equal, right? There's Pat Shermer's and Kingsbury's. Like, he just got the wrong guy. He got a guy who, let's face it, it's a little over his head in the league. And the league last year, he should have walked into the playoffs and he got punched in the mouth because ultimately his team's soft. And they made a decision, the right one, because Kyler is way better than Josh Rosen, but to go all in on Kyler. And last year, he just couldn't get it done. He was a number one overall pick in the draft. And they have a ton of talent on the team this year. But the division they play in, he's clearly the third best coach, or excuse me, the fourth best coach. Uh, I, I just, I know people in the NFL think that this job for both guys, the general manager and the head coach, could be open like, I don't know, early December. Could be a little Atlanta style. And then my last guy would be, I'm torn. Like, I know everyone thinks Matt Nagy's on the hot seat. What I would imagine happening, especially if Justin Fields showed a little something, I think Ryan Pace would get fired. And then a little Fangio style with General Patton, like Nagy would get another year under the new GM. That would be my guess. If you just look, you know, the Bears aren't some overreacting organization typically. So my third guy on this hot seat is actually another guy in that division who's had a lot of success, but he's older. He's a little bit of a curmudgeon and he's a defensive guy. Like it, let's face it, it's an offensive league. So I, I think that Mike Zimmer, if they miss the playoffs, will be fired. And so I, I would go Kingsbury, or excuse me, Fangio, Kingsbury, Zimmer. Like if those guys miss the playoffs, they're all fired. I know that for, a, I think we all can agree on that. Now with Matt Nagy, like if they went nine and eight and they missed the playoffs and Justin Fields, like, is he getting fired? I don't know. Like McCarthy, is he on the hot seat? Like I would fire him if he missed the playoffs. Well, Jerry, probably not. He's been pretty loyal, right? So I, I think we can look at all these things. The Cardinals, the entire league thinks they missed, they're gone. League thinks Zimmer misses, gone. Same with Fangio. So uh, I'm excited to uh, watch this all play out. <laughs> My sleeper team, as I mentioned, would probably be the Panthers. Rule Brady, the quarterback. I, I don't even think the Chargers necessarily are a sleeper, sleeper team with Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen, Derwin James back. Uh, ton of weapons. 
both these two teams, I'm I'm very, very interested to watch. Team who could fall off has to be the Miami Dolphins. They don't trust the quarterback. I mean, they would replace him in a heartbeat if they could. Um uh, I I just think they won 10 games last year. Is there a chance they win like seven this year? And it's just like, what's this? Like, I, I I would probably pick them to finish third in that division. I would. I would go Buffalo, New England, then them, then obviously the Jets. Uh, Pittsburgh, and when I say fall off, like eight and nine. Now, Tomlin's never had an under 500 year. So, but an eight and nine in Pittsburgh is like, uh, you know, the Jaguars two win season. That would be the equivalent. And then some players. I, I think we're all really anticipating Matt Stafford with Sean McVay. That's just fun. Like, I, I want to see this guy who, let's face it, is polarizing. Some people think he's really good and got screwed by the Lions. Other people think, you know, a decade in, like, we've seen it. We know what he is. It's not all the Lions' fault. I don't know where I stand. I know I'm a Matt Stafford fan. But I hear both sides. And now he's on a real big-time team with a big-boy head coach. And a team that's just, all they've done is one. I mean, they won a playoff game last year on the road with Jared Goff. So, you know, I I can't wait to watch this guy. I think he's a pretty good MVP candidate. Uh, To me, if I was betting on the MVP, it'd be Stafford or Josh Allen, just factoring in the odds. And then one guy who doesn't really get talked about anymore, but he was one of my favorite players in the NFL for like two or three years. I thought he fell off a little bit last year, is Khalil Mack. Like, I I, want to watch Khalil Mack dominate again like can he have a 15 16 sack season be like a defensive player of the year I mean he's one of the highest paid players in league history right non-quarterback he's one of the great all-time talents and they're going to need him their defense isn't going to be as good their offense who knows the offensive line could suck this guy on some bad Raider teams helped them compete to go to the playoffs because he was just an all-time unstoppable force like I want to see that Khalil Mack again I want to see that guy that when he lines up, like, you ain't fucking stopping him. Where in any given game, he can have three or four sacks. And maybe that guy's gone. I I don't know. But I I really hope we kind of get a throwback Khalil Mack season because he's getting up there in age a little bit. A lot of wear and tear. So uh, he's definitely a guy, maybe even a sleeper, depending on the odds for Defensive Player of the Year. But that's just a little season preview. Just a little little teaser as we head on into... uh, into the 2021 NFL season. I'm glad it's here. The offseason kind of wears me out. Hypotheticals and just talking a bunch of BS. Like I like reacting to the game. I like having tangible things to have opinions on. And that's what's fun about free agency, fun about once the draft actually comes or who you like or who you don't. But then you get in the offseason, like how good is this team going to be? And it's fun, but I, I can make all these picks all I want. Like, you got to play. Right, all these coaches and players can talk. Like eventually, the ball's going to kick off this this week, Thursday, Sunday, and Monday. You got to put up or shut up, right? It's just kind of time to get the job done. All these coaches put in a ton of hours. Scouts, the GMs put in all these hours. Now it's just time to play. It's just it's time to play. See what you got. See if you've improved on your younger players. See if your veterans still got it. See how dynamic your coaches are. One of the funnest parts to me about the NFL, the part that I truly love is kind of the chess match between coaches, you know, kind of playing uh, both guys on either side, the coordinators going at it. Who is smarter? Because you, you, one guy can say he worked 100 hours. The other guy can say he worked 110. At the end of the day, none of us watching the game really give a shit. 
Do you know what you're doing calling plays? You can be like, you can be the worst play caller ever and tell me how hard you work. I don't care. What do I, I tell you? You're wasting your time. Do something different. You know, go home. It ain't working, buddy. But you know, a lot of the coaches in this league that are great work a lot, and they just it all comes down to Sunday. And uh, can your guys execute the game plan? And that's what's great about the sport of football is every week looks a little different, right? Because your opponent's so different. It's it's a sport so dependent on the opponent. Uh, it, it's not, you know, in baseball and basketball, you just kind of roll out the ball every week, at least until the playoffs, just because the nature of the sport. In football, there is a gap between every game where you put a ton of effort and time and urgency and, you know, brain cells behind trying to get the best plan to attack your opponent. And as we've seen historically, no one's better than Belichick. You know, I think guys like Andy Reid and Sean Payton have been the cream of the crop on offense. Now it's like, can Sean McVay and Kyle Shanahan, can some of these guys enter that, Matt LaFleur, enter this conversation? And then what's also great about the coaching profession is like, can some young guys throw their hat in the ring? LaFleur's brother with the Jets, like what do they look like? Uh, Joe Brady with Sam Darnold. Like you can really kind of, I wouldn't say resurrect your career, but kind of put yourself on the map in the NFL. In the NFL. So it's just, it's an exciting time. It's a profession that I have the utmost respect for, uh, not to get cheesy or anything, but like how hard it is to be an NFL coach. How hard it is to be an NFL player. I mean, that shit is hard. I mean, it's hard to be any, I know we get college coaches. It's hard to be a coach, man. It, It really is. They get paid a lot of money. I'm not. I'm not trying to like feel sorry for them or anything. They all get compensated. They're making six figs minimum. I mean, coordinators are all making seven. It's a. It's a premium profession when it comes to cash, right? It's. It's the Wall Street of sports. In baseball, they don't pay coaches anymore. In basketball, the head coach gets paid, unless you're a famous assistant. In football, the running back coaches in the SEC make like 500 gur. You know, so it's you get all paid a lot of money. But if you do not perform, player two. Players make even more. You get cut, you get fired. There is a lot on the line every season. There's so much cash out there, they don't even care. They'll fire you. Now, depending on how long your contract is, they'll pay you to go away, which, you know, as someone that got paid to go away for like three months, it was pretty cool. And trust me, I was not making like a million dollars at the time. But it's cool to get checks to not work. Uh, but, you know, any it's not what you ultimately want in life, get paid to stay home. Even though, it's, you know, as you've seen around the country, a lot of people ain't going back to work. Uh, coaches do though. They they they're not uh they're not the laziest bunch. They they're just addicted to football, and I think in some form or fashion we all are in a weird way. If if you're listening to this, you you really like the sport, and uh, I couldn't be more excited. So see you guys. I guess see you guys tomorrow, right? I mean, have another podcast on Tuesday. Let's roll. Thanks for uh, tuning in. Tell your friends we like we like grassroots campaign efforts here. So don't don't be afraid to share it with your friends. And uh, I'll see y'all tomorrow, Tuesday. That's it, Tuesday. Adios. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. 
And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.